ओम श्री सयाराम आई ऑफो मै मोस्ट हम्बल प्रणाम्स एट द लोटस फीट ऑफ भिलवट भगवान स्पीकर फॉर द इवनिंग श्री रतन कनन सर गेस्ट एल्डर्स टीचर्स ब्रदर्स एंड सिस्टर्स लविंग सयाराम टू वन एंड ऑल वंस अ जॉब एस्पेरेंट है गॉन फॉर द इंटरव्यू द इंटरव्यू आर्स जिम शेल आज क्यू वन डिफिकल्ट क्वेश्चन और हंड्रेड इजी क्वेश्चन टू विच दस्पिरेंट रिप्लाइड वन डिफिकल्ट क्वेश्चन सर प्लीज द इंटरव्यू आर्स जिम वाई शुड आई हायर यू टू विच ही रिप्लाइड सर आई एम द बेस्ट सूटेड फॉर द जॉब ही देन द इंटरव्यू आर्स जिम वाई डू यू थिंक सो द इंटरव्यू वी वॉज क्विक टू रिप्लाई सॉरी सर This is the second difficult question. The interviewer was pleased with his smartness and his listening skills. Listening is the most important skill for daily communication, not just for worldly life and also spiritual life. The Nava Vidya Bhakti starts with Shravanam, listening, and what better way to do it than the Samarpan, which brings us all together and takes us through Swami's life and leelas. spoken to us by the speaker on this note i would like to welcome one and all to the 89 samarpan session the speaker for today shilatan kanal sir hails from mumbai and his family has been associated with bhagwan for more than 5 decades now he is ex balika student part of the first pre sevadal program in mumbai also alumni of satyasai education institutions he pursued his pc and also become over here and then with bhagwan instructions pursued his chartered accountancy under shri indorasha in his career spanning over 35 years he has worked in several companies at top cxo levels in the field of hospitality and investment banking speaking about his experience with bhagwan i had a small interaction with him before this program and i can promise you that it's going to be a blissful journey for next one hour or so he was responsible to get the bus from bombay to puttaparthi which was then donated to devotees use and he was also responsible to get the silver mercedes car from bombay to puttaparthi he was responsible or and the coordinator for the first museum which was which was built up in puttaparthi without a further further ado i'd like to call the speaker shri ratan kanal sir to come over and take us through this blissful journey with bhagwan shri ratan kanal sir om shri sairam humble pranams at the lotus feet of our most beloved bhagwan respected elders dear brothers and sisters and the most lucky students of bhagwan's college uh as brother mentioned just now that i was a balvika student i started my journey with the almighty lord uh in this body way back in 1968 at my first darshans uh in bombay and then um 69 there was a balvikas play so there was the first balvikas program started by bhagwan under mrs sailankar and uh, i i mean there was a play called bajigo in the 
in uh, Bombay, of which I happened to be a participant. I was an actor in the play. And this play was taken to Parthi. And after the play, Bhagwan called us for an interview the next day. I had gone alone, nobody had come from my family because, uh, you know, there was, not too many, there was not too much accommodation available in those days. So, Swami, when he called me for the interview, he, I mean, along with the other group members, uh, he said, Ao Kanal, and then while he was talking in the inner room to some couple, he kept on playing with my hair and with my cheeks, and he kept on looking at me. And then, um, that was the first initiation directly with Bhagwan. In 74, I came for threats, uh, you know, there was a summer course going on in Vrindavan. And during that time, there was Mass Upanayanam, um, which was arranged by Bhagwan. So, my two elder brothers and myself, along with my parents, my sister, we were all here, and Swami did my Upanayanam. So, at that time, I had requested Bhagwan that I wanted to join his college. He said, yes, you must come. Now, after that, for quite some time, I did not get the letter calling me to renown to join the college. Then, when I went back to Bombay, I joined another college in Bombay. I wanted to do science, and I wanted to become a chemical engineer. I get a call from Bangalore, uh, from Vrindavan that Swami is calling you and he wants you to do join commerce. So I decided I didn't want to come because my aim was to become a chemical engineer. What do I do with commerce? And then he uh, sent a separate message, an emissary by the name Mr. Mathur, who was Umang Mathur, who was a Samiti member in Bombay. He, Swami told him to go straight from the airport to Ratan's house and tell him that I want him to join. And he came and told us, I said I don't want to go because, you know, education was of course just one of the aspects. I had come, I had seen Vrindavan, uh, it was so far away from the city and just the hostel life. I was, not, I was not too keen, honestly. Then the second message came. And those days we had Principal Narendra, uh, who told Bhagwan that Swami, his marks are too low. Swami said, his marks are too low, all right, but his, he, I can assure you he will not get any negative remarks when he grows up. And this was conveyed again to Mr. Mathur, and he, second time again, he came to Bombay and he came and told my father. Now my father told me that, Ratan, either you go to Vrindavan and join Swami's college or there is no place for you in this house. I, very sadly, those days, <laughs> looking back, I think it was the most fortunate decision. Uh, I came to Brinda, Bangalore, 
took the next morning flight and I came and joined the hospital, hostel and Swami, uh, you know, there was only this Sairam Shaul was not there, there was Sairam Shed and he would come in the morning and evening for darshan so every evening when he would come for darshan he would then walk up to the hostel where you see the foreigners canteen there and behind that the rooms so that was a hostel and he would walk there and then you know sit with us they were hardly there were not too many boys in those days there were just i think 60 of us brother ravi kumar will endorse this uh, he would come and sit with us and then at that time he told me that you are the same Balika student who took part in the play. I said, yes, Swami. So, that was it. And after that, you know, he would talk, sit and talk to boys, he would joke with us, he would talk to us. And then there was a dinner arranged by Bhagwan uh, in the hostel. And uh, he came down to the kitchen to see how we are preparing the food. And he came and showed us how to make a puri, how to roll the puri. It should not be too thick, it should not be too big, it should be nice, round. How to make samosas. I mean, he came and taught us the nitty-gritty of our daily life. That was a huge thing. Now, Bhagwan then went back to Parthi. And in October, we had gone for Dasera to Parthi. Frankly, after that I came to, went to Bombay and I was homesick. I was just not getting into the place. I mean, my heart was not in this place at all. So I told my parents that I don't want to go back. My parents told me, you finish this one year and if you don't like, you can always come back. So I came back after the Dasara holidays and stayed on and then in December uh, Swami came to Vrindavan and from then on he started spending a lot of time in Vrindavan and he would talk, he would talk to me, he would, you know, the different things like, you know, we used to sleep in Sairam Shed in the summer months and I used to be scared. So Swami said, Dar lagta hai? Are you scared? I said, yes, Swami. So he kept his head on my hand, uh, I mean his hand on my head and he said, there's no need to worry, I'm there with you that day to this day. I've never been scared of anything anywhere in life, in the world. In 1975 there was a play uh, directed by Bhagwan called Bhajan Govindam and again fortunately I was a part of that play and Swami took us to Bombay uh, for the play as uh, you all must be aware, it's an iconic play and Swami, I mean, you know, he would shower so much of love for us in Bombay, uh, you know, while we were with him in Bombay and when the time came when the play got over and then we, we had to go back, so Swami asked me to stay back uh, in Bombay. I tears started rolling, he called me to his room in Dharmakshetra. Uh, there was another brother called Vikram Mathur and tears rolled down my eyes and I didn't want to stay back. So, there was a very senior devotee 
who had told Swami that Swami, this boy will not stay for more than a year. He was close to my father. So Swami called him and he said, Dekho, Ratan doesn't want to go, stay here, he wants to come back. So he said that Ratan, you stay here only for a week. You and Vikram both come back to Vrindavan. You stay at least for a week with your parents. And he called my father also and he told him, see, Ratan is crying, he doesn't want to stay back. So my father was astonished that something has gone wrong. He said, no, he's just attached to Bhagwan. Now this was a massive transformation. How it happened, honestly, only he knows. Only he knows because this was a massive turnaround, honestly. For somebody who was desperate to go back to Bombay, for me to cry, not even to spend a week with my parents in Bombay, it was unheard of, unbelievable. So when we stayed there for a week and then we both came back by train, there are three of us actually, uh, when we came back by train, those days we did not have a direct train to Bombay, I mean from Bombay to Bangalore. We had to change at Guntakal from broad gauge to meter gauge. And in the train, when we got down from at Guntakal, somebody came, they said, I was going to Bangalore. Yes. There is a separate bogey which is being attached. Come, I'll take you all there. He took both of us and we put us there. And then he locked the bogey. And we reached Whitefield. We slept off. We reached Whitefield. There were several other volunteers waiting for us at the station, Whitefield station. They said, you run. Swami is waiting for you all. We'll bring the luggage. Like astonished because this was at six in the, 7 o'clock in the morning. The train was late by an hour. And we ran from Whitefield station, came to this gate. And Ram Ramangaru was waiting for us. He said, Saman Uddharako, keep the luggage there. I mean, uh, go, sorry. He said, go wash your face and run to Bhagwan. We washed our face and we went straight to the... Those days, Trey Vrindavan was not there. Swami's earlier bungalow was there. So we rushed to Bhagwan. And he was pacing up and down. He said, Kyu late ho gaya? Why did you get late? Swami, the train was late, Swami. Ah, how's your trip? You must be very tired. You know, long journey, 24 hours. Swami, no, we are not tired, Swami. Come sit, come sit, I will feed you. He himself laid out the breakfast. He served the breakfast onto our plate and he fed us. This, why I am saying is not because Ratan Kanal or Vikram Mathur were big. This is just because we were ordinary students. But his extraordinary divine love, the creator of the universe, serving food for ordinary mortals. It was something, you know, frankly, uh, I don't want to dwell, dwell too much on this because it makes one completely emotional. Uh, so this is how he would transform, you know, from street dogs to street lambs, as it were. Then, that day, that time after we came back, we used to spend a lot of time with Bhagawan. There were hardly about handful of students out here. And from morning 6.30 or 7, we would go in the mandir, get up at 2.30 2, 2, 2 in the morning, have a bath, 
finished washing our clothes. It was all here at that. What you see, the hostel was here behind. And then we'd spend the entire day with Bhagwan upstairs and downstairs in the mandir. And at that time, Swami used to tell us some of the most, most, uh, everything that Bhagwan says is extremely significant. But, you know, the, he would talk to us about why Krishna, Lord Krishna, uh, gave the Bhagavad Gita discourse to Arjuna and why not to Yudhishthir, Dharmaraja, Bhima, Nakula, Saradeva. And what he mentioned was that Arjuna had phenomenal faith in Lord Krishna. And second was that he was very focused. And that is what he expounded to us that never lose focus and have that implicit faith in God, in Swami. That is what one picked up from there. And frankly, that has been a lesson which is held, which has helped me throughout in the, uh, you know, 35 years of my professional career or a longer period with the Lord Himself. Because what happened, what would happen is, uh, I'll just ra- cut across time and I'll tell you, 1980 when I came from Bombay to Brinda, to Parthi for Darshan for His birthday, so Swami had come out from the interview room and Radha Krishna had brought a car to take Swami out and it was a new car and I was looking at the car Swami came from behind and tapped me on the back and he said Kabhi aya? Swami abhi aya Swami just came he went out came back and then in the evening after he came back he said Ratan where are you looking? once you focus on this form, you'll have ten Mercedes like this. Focus on the Lord, not on the, the Creator, not the creation. And that has been the most significant, you know, lesson which one learned. Because after that, one has seen that when he would come out for darshans, um, much later, I remember when we used to come to Vrindavan for darshans, uh, my uh, wife would ask me that so and so had come today, so and so had come today, did you see, did you notice? I said, no, I did not notice. Then what do you come and see? I said, I have got come, come here to see Swami, I have not come here to see ABCXYZ. Why I am trying to say is not to, you know, it's just to say that we've come here for Bhagwan, focus on Him, and do not lose focus. And that lesson, frankly, even on the work front, when one was working, I would focus on the job that you have in your workplace. If you do that, trust me, you cannot fail. Growth and success is bound to be yours. In 70, and then in 75, uh, you know, we'd gone to Gokulam, uh, and the Goklam those days was the, all the boys we'd gone early for Goklashmi and the Goklam was done by the boys it was only boys who were doing most of, all, almost all the work there uh, and after that then again at birthday time 50th birthday Swami 
uh, we begged of Bhagwan to allow us to come there early. Uh, we were part of Bangalore University then, and Swami said, uh, we said we begged of Bhagwan that we will not take the uh, December vacations, Christmas vacations. We will study in those days. We will do our college in those days. But allow us to come and be here in Parthi for the World Conference. Swami permitted us very graciously. And there was boys everywhere. We were doing everything. Boys were doing everything right from canteen to stores to you name it, all the activities, it was all done by boys. And I was part of the kitchen team, so we were, you know, frying puris, roasting chapatis, and then there was also the bakery which was there, uh, which was started in, uh, so, so there was another brother called Vinod Darida, so both of us, we used to, after doing the kitchen duty, we used to do, we used to work in the bakery. And every night we used to sit and make buns, afternoon after the kitchen got over, we used to sit and make buns and bread in the uh, bakery, which was bang opposite the canteen, South Indian canteen, which you have today. This went on, and on 22nd of November night, we were making buns. So, Vinod told me, Ratan, I will sleep for two hours, then you wake me up, and then I will make the balanced buns. I said, okay. And... I also was extremely tired and gradually I started feeling very drowsy and I slept off. Morning when I got up, I saw that the buns were all made and quietly, I was very ashamed, quietly I went to the hostel, had bath. Uh, those days we used to stay in the post office which was there in, you know, East Prashanti. And, uh, we, I had bath and then I went straight for the uh, darshan. That was the only day we had gone for darshan in the almost 40 days stint that we were there. And Vinod also had bath, he came there. So after the darshans got over, while going to the mandir, Swami, this, we were sitting opposite the stupa, uh, and so we ran through the mandir after the arti. And at the end of the mandir, Swami said, uh, Ban kesa tha? How was the bunch? And Vinod was also standing next to me, and we were like stunned because he thought I had made the bunch and he slept off, and I thought he had made the bunch and I had slept off. And it was the creator of the universe to save us. Save us. You know, he sat and made buns. This is our Almighty Lord. And we just fell on his feet. He said, not your fault. You both were so tired that I had no other options but to help you all out. In 1976, uh, I had, we had an in-house doctor out here, so I had ulcers in the stomach, I used to have severe pain, and the hospital, hospitals, we showed it to the, the general hospital, they told us to go to the city hospital, and 
we showed it to the doctors there they took the x-ray they said he's got ulcers in the stomach and he's got to be operated tomorrow we came back to the hostel wrote a inland letter to swami and posted it nighty came in my dream and he applied vibhuti on my stomach and he said you don't have any more ulcers next day morning i got up and i told the doctor that i need to i mean you know this what has happened he said ratan we will still go and we'll show it to the doctor there so we told the doctors there when we went there doctor said we the x-ray is very clear we took the x-ray yesterday the ulcers are very much there you can see this is the x-rays so we just begged of him that please let's do the x-rays once again and when they did the x-rays there was no ulcers now the doctors were flabbergasted they took us to another center where we did the x-ray again and out there also there were no ulcers so then they asked the doctor asked where are you guys from we said we are from brindavan we are studying in swami's college he said you should have told us before because there was one doctor bhagwantam who had come last year with some problem and when i told him that i'll operate him he comes after two days and he says that you know do my ecg test again and he found we found that there was nothing so he said must i must come and darshan the doctor say i must come to vrindavan and have baba darshan if he is doing cures like this we doctors will be out of profession i have kept the paper because there's so much so many thoughts which are coming so many memories so i just want to not to cross that one hour limit which one has got uh, anyway 79 bhagwan performed uh, my brother's wedding out here how it all began was actually my parents had come to uh, show the photograph of a prospective bride and they gave it to me i took it to bhagwan inside and swami said theek hai kar lo uh, and you know then he said tell your parents to stay back i'm going to mysore i'll come back very good they stayed back swami came after my from mysore and he came and he asked me ratan do you want me to perform the wedding i was like <laughs> absolutely stunned and i said yes sir so then uh, he came out and he spoke to my mother and he said swami marriage karega uh, so then uh, my mother was stunned she thought i must have conveyed something and after that he said that you make all the arrangements i will do the wedding we said okay sir so we tried to arrange for rooms outside in the beltur village we had to priest swami said i'll arrange the priest decorations and uh, band and everything swami said you arrange a week before he called them for the interview from bombay they came here swami said they need not stay in beltur village the, all the wedding party level you know lot of jewelry so they can stay in the second hostel not the ones where we are staying the second hostel 
and i will do take care of the decoration i will take care of the band i will take care of everything i will also host a lunch for you this is the almighty lord you know and his grace was so infinite so infinite that everything went off so beautifully that even to this day you know almost 40 years now people still remember that wedding the grandeur with which bhagwan performed the wedding and then i went to bombay for my brother's reception came back uh, the glamour in bombay caused the eyes and swami then called me after i finished my bcom swami called uh, i went to parthi to ask bhagwan swami i want to uh, what do i do so swami said you do see and the indulalsha i said swami i came to bangalore took admission in some mcom college and went back to those days there was no post graduate prati campus was not there so i so i prayed to bhagwan swami i want to stay in vrindavan i will go to the college in bangalore swami said no i told you i want you to do ca so he i came to bangalore again joined another ca firm went back i told him swami i have joined a ca firm so he said if you want to do what you want to do then you why do you need to come and ask me you do what you want to do he didn't talk to me for 10 days didn't look at me ignored me in those days frankly um, the physical proximity was there so it's not that he would talk to me every day but the one avoiding in this form was too much to take so on the 10th day i broke down and i told swami swami i'll do whatever you tell me but please don't ignore me so he said i will take care i'm telling you for your good you go to bombay and you do your ca and then dulalsha i will talk to him myself i then went to bombay in 79 and 1980 january 22nd that is the first time i actually got an interview with swami after i had left brindavan i'd never got an interview before that except for 1970 when i got the interview for the balukas play whenever my parents every time my parents would come to bhagwan he would say that ratan is with me why does he need an interview do come i i will talk to him separately 1980 when he came to bombay he called me my duty was below his room outside his room in bombay in satyadeep so he called me at night and he asked me how are you i told him swami with your grace i'm absolutely all right he said no you're not all right you tell me how are you i said swami your grace i'm absolutely all right he said you got severe stomach pain i said swami that is part of life it's okay there's nothing to complain swami said he pulled my shirt and just as he was rubbing the his hands on my his palm on my stomach the vibhuti there was a you know paste kind of form of vibhuti which he started you know rubbing on my stomach this is the second time the ulcers went off i had shown it to the doctors there and they all said you need to be operated you got ulcers and they are bad 
and this is the second time Bhagavan cured the ulcers completely and at that time he told me that from here on every single uh, moment I will be there with you frankly it was a very big thing because it was a major culture shock for me from Vrindavan to Bombay uh, the culture was different here, the culture was different there uh, major culture shock but once he said that you know he's there with me so then it was um, frankly a big 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 um, relief and I remember a lot of people used to say in those days in Bombay that you know Rasan, you are very fortunate, you have been a college student, so we don't have all those chances with Bhagavan. And, uh, you know, because you are so close to him. So then I, he used to call me, whenever he'd come to Bombay, he used to call me in the afternoons upstairs to his room. And while he would sit on the jula, he would talk. And then I said that, Swami, this, he said, what Kyasamachar, I would tell him, Swami, this is what people say. He said, Ratan, and this he used to say something in which he used to say, even in Vrindavan, that I am just like a mirror. I am as close or as far from you as you think I am close or far from you. So this answers the questions of a lot of devotees who have this impression that Bhagavan is close to the chosen few and he is not close to us. It is something which is on a physical plane, it might, he might give chances to A, B, C, X, Y, Z, but not the alphabets in between. He would, I mean, you know, he's as close to us, honestly, we just have to, the intensity of the prayer has to be there. In the 35 years of my work experience, I've traveled all over the globe, and trust me, when I'm overseas or when I'm out, and when at that time when there is too much of pressure, one just closes the eyes and prays to the Lord and He somehow will find a solution, He will find, He will give you a message, He will come in a dream, He will talk to you, but definitely if the intensity of the prayer is there, He will answer your prayers, definitely He will come and give you the message, He will give you the sign, He will tell you that this is what you need to do. I am there, don't worry. 1986 There was a bus which was donated by a devotee and our job was to get this see that the seats are made properly, see that the you know, the buses decorated properly so we went and picked up the curtains went and picked up the on the seats just as you have in the flight Air, air, in the airlines you have the uh, you know flaps on the seat for the headrest so we picked up those and there was another brother called Sudhir Joshi a Sivadal senior Sivadal volunteer so we both were assigned the duties so we left from Vrindavan uh, from Bombay with the bus and brought it to they were of course professional drivers and we brought it to uh, Parthi and Swami did the puja of that bus. I mean, he did the he inaugurated the bus, went inside, pushed the curtains, 
saw the drapes he saw each and everything and then he said chala baagundi and he allowed he gave us dresses now that at the first time i started wearing uh, you know the jodhpuri the nehru jacket safaris and ironically when bhagwan gave me the dress everybody else he gave a pant and shirt when bhagwan gave me the dress it was a 3 and a half meter fabric for a jodhpuri now this is the all detail to which bhagwan would go to see that you know he would remember he would notice he knew it from the beginning he would notice everything and he would give take care that you know everybody else gets that even when he would give pant and shirt or he would invariably give me the fabric for the jodhpuri and this has happened several times you know uh, several occasions every time he would give me a dress whether in putparthi or in bombay he would always give me the uh, three and a half meter fabric for the jodhpuri then in 1990 uh there was a mercedes car which somebody had donated to bhagwan and but i had to uh, so indulashra and i were, had gone to bharti in the flight and he told me in the flight that ratan this is a silver color mercedes and the swami in those days used to love the red color cars so he said i doubt whether swami will approve it but if he approves it i will give you an indication then you come to the room and we'll Uh, you need to go to Bombay to pick it up. So, Indulashra, we reached Parthi. He went to Swami and Swami said, yes, bring it. Swami asked him, who is bringing it? He said, Swami Ratan will go and bring it. He said, very good. Tell him to go. So, then he sent a message for me. That I went and asked him, Swami. He said, be very careful. Go through all the documents very carefully. don't pick up the car till the documents are not clean without telling anybody anything i i come with my parents next day morning 3 o'clock i left for bangalore went to bombay went to see the address mentioned the address that was not there of the person who papers the papers were in that person's name it took me 10 days to run around and find out get everything done then after all the papers were arranged swami sent word through there was constant communication between bhagwan and andulal shah and uh, my place on the those days we didn't have the mobile phones so swami communicate to through the secretary then mr narayan or he would call up mr andulal shah send message and he would then tell me so when bhagwan told us that okay now that everything is done it was 7:30 in the evening indulashya told me that ratan you can take the swami said take the car now and bring it to parthi yes sir we are very tired 10 days we have been running around swami said indulashya said no ratan you all have to start he in fact has said who has got to sit in the car in the mercedes who's got to sit in the follow, uh, follow car backup car and they were professional drivers but he said you need to sit in front these are bhagwan's instructions two other people another professional driver and another seva will volunteer will sit behind and 
I was a little non you know little perplexed but then we started from Dharmakshetra at 7 for 8 8 o'clock we reached those days the door roads were bad we reached Lonawala only at about 10 30 in the night 11 o'clock in the night we finished our dinner there and then we started trust me that is a 560 SEL Mercedes the professional driver was there was not a devotee and he was this car was going at 160 kilometers an hour the roads were nothing great in those days the other two gentlemen who were there in the car behind they had slept off and only the professional driver and I were awake throughout this guy drove non-stop for six hours morning uh, we rested for some time then again after two hours we started again we reached Parthi and Bhavan did the received the car he did got the puja done the senior devotee asked Swami Swami you told me to send uh, these, these people in the car and they follow car why did you ask Ratan to sit in the front on the left hand side so Swami said you know in the life, everybody else was sleeping in the car this boy he's not had a single bite because if he has something he will feel sleepy the professional drivers are driving if they see the next the co-passenger sleeping they themselves will feel drowsy the car is coming at great speed and this boy he picked up two picks from the hotel in Lonala and he kept on pricking himself so that he'd feel the pain and he would not sleep that is why I told you that is why I told you that make him sit in front this boy has had only colas those days there was thumbs up and Pepsi so he said he's only been having that and lemon nothing else because he wanted to be awake throughout and not catch a wink so frankly what one did was nothing the energy came from him the inspiration comes from him the motivation came from, comes from him the dedication, the commitment comes from him frankly we are only fortunate to be instruments for Bhagwan. it's only him who gives you the energy the strength the motivation, the very thought of all this comes from Bhagwan, not from us. Then came the museum. The first museum was being constructed, and Swami told Indulalsha to appoint me as the coordinator for the museum because there were materials coming from all over the globe. In my life, I didn't know head or tail of what customs is. I was working in the hotel industry as a chief accountant. I didn't know at all anything about the customs. But central coordinator, I had to. So I went for the first time with Indulash out of the customs, collector of customs. We got all the permissions from Delhi. It was exempted from customs duty because it was coming for a spiritual cause. It was, you know, so we got the, all the permissions from Delhi. But you know, going to customs every day, 
getting things cleared because it was all not coming everything was not coming at one time it was all coming in piecemeal so i had to be there every day get things cleared trust me not a rupee as a bribe not a penny as a bribe nothing got everything cleared and at that point of time this is something which is remarkable the japanese shrine which you see in the museum uh one of the items was donated by the king of japan and brother hira brought it from who is now in the central trust he brought it with himself in the aircraft and after we got everything cleared we are there in the customs from 7:30 in the morning everything got cleared at by 5:30 in the evening <clears throat> we are talking of times when there was only one airline uh domestic that was indian airlines so brother hira said that rakan we will take this by a chartered aircraft tomorrow to bangalore and then take it to parthi as a brother let us first take it to dharmakshetra then we will decide what's to be done just as we were talking we come out from the customs from the cargo complex in bombay suddenly we see a brand new truck coming he comes and stops in front of us and he says where do you want to take this i said we want to take it to andheri mahakali caves oh you want to take it to dharmakshetra yeah but where is this meant for oh it is to a place near bangalore near bangalore where actually it is for in for near anandpur oh you want to send it to puttaparthi we are like dumbfounded so we said yes he said i am just coming from there the shrine which you see there of shri baba uh, performing you know shri baba statue there i've just delivered that and i'm coming so he said i'll take it to parthi and we were like stunned because just imagine we just come out we didn't even know to get, how to get a truck to take it to dharmakshetra which is just about some 7 kilometers from there taking it all the way to parthi getting a truck who comes straight away and tells you what i'm trying to convey brothers is that this is the way bhagwan works this is the way he performs all his leelas frankly and it was i mean you know all our hair stood up we were in tears so i mean how do we thank you for all this mercy i mean no it would have been a big struggle to get somebody to go to puttaparthi show them the road we'll have to send us a vessel volunteer along with that this is the one frankly and while we and one is talking about this um when i i shifted to bangalore in 1993 i was uh, i was working with the raja group uh, as the general manager sales marketing and finance and i used to come from bindavan uh, from uh, you know car in uh, from indranagar come in my car drop my wife she was doing security duty here so have bhagwan's darshan in the morning go back to work again come in the evening to pick her up and then go back this routine was going on in bhagwan as here and one day while i was coming from my office 
the there was you know this EPIP zone all of that was not there there was only one road one road from uh, city to Whitefield that was the Vartu road and at Marathali there was a steep bridge steep incline I was in my Maruti car which was given by the office and there was a bus coming from the other side it was a blind uh, steep uh, incline and decline the bu- uh, there was another scooter two wheeler which was overtaking the bus and when I saw that I tried to save them but they came and the bus went off they came and crashed into my car I lost control and my car kept rolling right from the Marathali bridge it kept rolling five times it went on spinning rolling and I came and crashed into a live wire electric pole at that split second the power went off the car was completely crushed but there was not a scratch on my body then again the next month I was going with my boss to meet uh, the chairman of um, Canara Bank who also happened to be a devotee Mr. J.V. Shetty so we, while we were in his, my MD's car he had those days it was a big standard 2000 and it was a pretty sturdy and solid car we were at the signal I was sitting behind and an army truck came and banged into us and the car was completely damaged from behind we got into another car and we went for the meeting while we were waiting in the um, reception area in the lounge area of the chairman's cabin uh, you know the chairman sent word we told him that you know we are sorry we are late because we, there was this accident so he called us inside and he saw some glass pieces on, his, on the carpet of his cabin he said what is this so we said that you know like this he said how did the glass pieces come here so it turned out that the glass pieces were falling down from my shirt although I had tucked in my shirt and I was wearing a tie he asked me to remove this my shirt and my tie I removed the shirt there was a sheet of broken glass pieces attached to my back and not again not a scratch on my body all the glass pieces fell down on the ground again we didn't know we don't need any proofs but this is the way he says I will save and protect you throughout I'm there with you this is what he means by saving and protecting every single minute not just physically but trust me even mentally we are human beings we get all kinds of thoughts we just chant his name and he protects us even from those we had gone to Goa my wife and I we had gone to Goa in a taxi we are coming back in 2006 from Goa the taxi driver was driving at great speed he kept on telling him don't drive fast my wife was paranoid 
and ultimately 100 kilometers from Mangalore the car the taxi went and crashed into a mountain there now just imagine the impact the car was going at 100 kilometers an hour it was an ambassador and just before crashing it fell into a ditch because it fell into a ditch the wheels came off the front wheels came off my wife was badly very badly hurt her entire you know forehead the skin came out and she, the whole car was full of blood and so then at that moment you have some uh, some gentleman came in the jeep from the opposite direction and they took us to a nearby clinic which was 40 kilometers away they did some dressing from there they called up a cl- another clinic a small hospital in Mangalore and ironically when we called up that when he called up that doctor the doctor said luckily my friend is here he is from US and he has got those special sutures from US to show how they do the sutures in US and finally at 10:30 in the night we reached Mangalore they did the x-ray luckily there were no internal injuries they did the sutures next day we started from Bangalore in a bus we reached here and she was completely shaken traumatic experience then when she went to Parthi Swami asked her what happened Swami had this accident Swami said yes you cried out for me and I saved your life and then he materialized Vibhuti and gave and then he threw the he wiped his, his hand with the handkerchief and he threw that handkerchief on her forehead the big scar which was there went off gradually <laughs> then when I went to Parthi I asked Swami Swami used to, we used to sit those days I used to sit in the veranda actually so Swami came and he said Bhagunava I said yes Swami with your grace I am fine Swami what happened your wife met with an accident I said yes Swami both of us were there then I asked him Swami how come you know she had so many injuries and nothing happened to me he said Ratan I had told you before I am telling you again give more faith power to the faith that you have than the fear which he had I'm not trying to run down anybody this applies to all of us but frankly we all need to have that implicit faith that he will save us great he has given me a boon of another half an hour thank you what I'm trying to highlight here is brother brothers that you know it's it's not it's not about an individual it is just about the amount of power that we give the strength that we give to our faith than we give to our fears I must mention to you boys that you know you all are very fortunate to be in this institution in this 
divine place. I have worked for 35 years outside. I have met the best of MBAs and the best of child accountants and the best of IIT graduates. Trust me, nobody compares to the students of Bhagwan's college. And that is only because of one reason. You all are not come by accident or by your own choice to this you know, divine place, whether it's here or in Parthi. He has selected you all because of the future which he sees in you all. He has seen our past, present and the future. It all depends on how much faith you have in his teachings. And trust me, this is not just an education for a degree-grabbing exercise. This is a place where it changes your entire outlook in life. What is the difference between the students here and the students outside? What makes a good manager? How does it make a difference between a good manager and an exceptional manager? I must tell you, brothers, the only difference is the intuition which a good, uh, an exceptional manager gets. And an intuition comes only because of God's grace and nothing else. Intuition is God-given. It cannot be studied in any books. It cannot be studied by, taught by any professors or teachers. It is God-given. And that intuition, he blesses the boys and girls from his institutions. That is because of the character which they carry with them, the integrity which they carry with them. And that integrity and that character can be molded only in place like this, not in outside institutions. I'm not running down any institution, but frankly, this is a life-changing uh, you know, education experience which you're getting. If one has gone from nothing to where one was, where one is, it is only thanks to His grace and the solid foundation which He built those days. In fact, after I, uh, why I'm mentioning this is because in our times, frankly, the physical comforts which you all have, we didn't have. Brother Ravi Kumar will agree with me. A lot of our other boys will agree with me. We didn't have those comforts, frankly. And we, I mean, you know, brothers, I mean, Mr. Sudarshan Garu, he was a warden, and he was extremely strict. But it is thanks to that discipline that today you find that the boys still follow that discipline, even after 40 years of studying in this hallowed institution. So therefore, my sincere request to each one of your boys, brothers, is have faith in this institution. I met, I was going to Parthina during Ashadi Ekadasi and the media meet by bus and my co-passenger happened to be an alumni from the college who had joined in 2012 after Swami dropped his body and he passed out his MBA in international finance in 2014 and I asked him, he said I have not seen Swami in physical form walking, talking, 
how was it so i was like amazed you know i was more in adulation of that boy he is not seen bhagwan physically and yet after he passing passed out he would come to parthi every year for the annual meet and medier in somewhere in august september whenever he would get that leave for a week he would come all the way from canada to bangalore come down go to parthi pay the obeisance there stay there for a week and go back so there is something there is definitely something which is there in these institutions and that something is his presence bhagwan is not gone anywhere bhagwan is still very much here whether it is in brindavan whether it is in parthi what has possibly gone is the intensity of our prayers we feel that he is not there trust me he is very much here what i am trying to convey is that the intensity of the prayer has to be there it is not the place it is not where you irrespective of where you are in the world the intensity of the prayer if it is there if the faith is there it applies to me first and i am requesting you all implement inculcate this in yours your life not just in the college and the hostel but throughout in your life when you go outside for professional uh lives also this also brings to another point that for quite some time those days when he would bhagwan would not talk to me a couple of times it happened that you know once swami had come in 1988 to brinda to bombay he brought the boys to perform a play called bajigo in them and since i was working in the hotel industry i had made arrangements to see that the all the comforts as if it was in a five star hotel right from your earbuds to you know band-aid to tissue papers you name it just like a five star hotel all the arrangements were made for the boys and swami himself came saw and he was extremely pleased he had told i mean indula shahid appointed ratan kanal to take care of everything make all the arrangements he spoke to indula shahid he said excellent arrangements indula shahid said swami ratan has done everything i was going through a rough patch cold shoulder went off now boys came they stayed they were so happy they were so happy they told bhagwan bhagwan was very happy but he would not talk to me this went on for some time and finally when the boys left then when bhagwan was leaving he would invariably give clothes and money to the cooks the drivers he would give namaskar to everyone and all the sevadars also were working upstairs tirelessly so finally it was my turn swami turned his back and he went off then you know again there was a request made to him that swami ratan has done all this work swami just washed his hands and went off why i'm trying to say this is because he has to see my lesson that you can't influence him and his decisions his will is the ultimate if he wants to talk to you he will talk to you and if he wants to ignore you irrespective of who recommends 
he will not talk to you that was for my good that was for the good i mean we've all gone through these uh, cold storage days where it was good for us because we would then realize we would then possibly learn do a lot of soul searching as to why is it that bhagwan is not talking to us so after that then i came to bindavan with some parcel for the boys which was sent by uh, the bombay samiti and uh, when i came and gave a bag to uh, at the gate for swami swami sent word call him inside went inside swami gave me namaskar and he said ratan there were a lot of people ni paina chala drishti undi a lot of people who were jealous of you that you know you you got everything done i mean you know you you are in the full form swami is talking to you swami is you know giving you so many chances so that is why i intentionally ignored you and second thing is that this is something which is has left a very deep uh, imprint on one's heart he said ratan you thought at that time that you had done all the arrangements who inspired you to do this i can i have 100000 people wanting to just for a chance to do that service don't ever get that thought that you are doing that service trust me from that day onwards i never feel that i have done something it's the most disastrous thought because frankly it is he who is doing right now also i just pray to bhagwan that some you talk to me because i don't know what i will talk i don't know these are experiences there are so many devotees each one has their own experience frankly uh, just when i came i was telling brother navneetan that there each one has got their own story each one has got their own experience there are devotees overseas i mean even you listen to them it's like you know each one has got their own bhagavata each one has got frankly you one can write books and books and books and books it won't be enough this is the infinity of our lord's grace which is reached beyond the shores we are still not we are not even touched the tip of the iceberg frankly it brings me to another point that thank you i'm getting overwhelmed getting a bit emotional so i think i will stop here because once i start becoming emotional it becomes very difficult to control the tears thank you very much brothers and sisters for sparing time effort energy ಅಶ್ರಿತ ಕಲ್ಪ ಅಶ್ರಿತ ಕಲ್ಪ ಅಪ ಬಾಂಧವ 